There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. I said just before we started recording, I think I'm going crazy. And I am. I realized part of it is because well, I was driving back from the desert this morning because I went to a tennis tournament yesterday. And I had, for the first time in maybe two to three years, I had a Red Bull. Oh, my God. Just for the drive. Just for the drive. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they have this is I, this is how long it's been since I've had a Red Bull. I didn't they have like Red Bull Zero now, which is different than sugar free Red Bull. How is it different? I think it's used. It's made with um, sucralose instead of aspartame. It's just a difference between Diet Coke and and Coke Zero. I see. Uh, OK, whatever it was, it tasted fucking amazing. <laughs> uh and i oh my god i also like stopped and got donuts on the way back in oh my god that is a breakfast of champions (laughs) (laughs) and um yeah my week's just been insane uh in general yeah so how long were you in and also before that you were at the oscars i know well yeah so last week on the patreon i did say i did say to everyone before i was going to the oscars um, but if you didn't hear that episode, I'll just be really quick. Uh, I won this like random online contest on Twitter last year because they did like a fan favorite award, which was like the stupid Snyderverse thing that won. And the idea was they're picking people off of Twitter who like just tweeted their favorite movies, their fan favorite movies to present the fan favorite award at the following Oscar so mm-hmm. I won that contest. So I was originally supposed to present an award at the Oscars. Which is huge. Um, unfortunately, they decided, and this is, you know, I quote the exact email I got. They decided to go in a different direction. <laughs> As, um, you know, we've all we've all gotten lots I of mean, those emails before. But, it, I mean, the fan favorite, I don't think the fan favorite went the way that anybody no, absolutely thought not. it would. And by the time, yes. they knew, they knew too, because the, it's funny, because I voted sort of half jokingly for this movie called bad luck banging or loony porn which was like this romanian sex comedy that was mm-hmm. not nominated for any oscars and the other guy that won um vote he told me he voted for titan the movie where the woman fucks the car um french movie so both of us obviously were i th- at first i thought i was just chosen completely at random but then when i saw what he chose i was like oh no they wanted some cinephiles. They didn't want any Snyderverse <laughs> guys to present those Oscars. 
Interesting. Okay, so so you met the other guy? Yeah, yeah. He's actually from Chicago. Uh, where in Chicago? Well, you don't say where. I don't he know exactly where. He do, he does stuff at um at Second City though, and he works at Steppenwolf. So he's a real oh, cool. Chicago guy. Nice. Uh, and they and he like flew in for it. Yeah, he um he brought his parents, which was cute. Um, oh, but cute. he only had one plus one, so his mom got to go to the show, and his dad had to like stay at the hotel. Oh my the god, that's so cute, though. Yeah, it was really nice. I like that. I like that. It like one guy got to like take his parents. To... Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, he was like yeah, he was like in his twenties. Really nice guy. But yeah, anyway, so this was really fun. John and I got like um got uh holed up at the, the hollywood lowe's hotel for the whole weekend nice we got tuxes we went out to dinner um we got to see the show from the third mezzanine uh unfortunately i mean the oscars were they were just like so boring honestly i can say that now mm. like it was a boring year i can say that <laughs> <laughs> your there, was, there was no slap there was no you know faye dunaway saying the wrong thing it was there was like nothing fun really that went on what a couple of years but it was yeah, still fun it was still like super fun to go yeah you know i do think it was a pretty good oscars i mean in terms of just like everybody's mental health sure. because they didn't yeah nothing crazy happened and even like you know the everything everywhere all at once sweep which we've both shared our feelings about yeah. that movie but um I mean, it was very, you know, it felt very stable. <laughs> like, this is just the show where we give everything everywhere all at once Oscars. Yeah. That's it. And you could tell, and I'm sure you could probably tell this on TV too, but like in the room, you could mm -hmm. tell that this was the, like, this had the most enthusiastic, enthusiastic support by far. Okay. So, cause I would be, how did you know? Like, I would because the amount of applause whenever anyone any nomination announced any win for everything everywhere any person affiliated with that movie it was like everyone was just erupting in applause but who were these people because i thought that the people who went were just people who were nominated for other things well that's the other thing so the whole like orchestra seats like the ground floor the thing the everything you see on tv is yeah it's like people that are nominated or people that are like affiliated with the movies mm -hmm. but then the mezzanines is just mm. who knows what the fuck's going on there. I see. I see. We okay. were sitting next to, I mean, it was a lot of like, like just like random old rich ladies who I'm sure like mm -hmm. were either like, they're like dead husbands, like worked on high noon or something. Yeah. Or like a lot of like, I mean, not to like racially profile, but like a lot of like, maybe like Saudi prince money type of action happening oh, in the third mez. Okay. Um, I feel like that's where in my imagination, when I know people, this might also be rude of me to say, but I feel like when I know people who are like work for some place, like they're like a publicist or they work for an agency or something and they get to go. I feel like maybe those people. Well, I thought so too. And you know what? Those people might've been even below, like in the second mezzanine. But oh, like the where second we were, mezzanine. Because like, I, I was picturing, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, junior agents or, you know, execs from the studios. And I, I figured that that would, those would be sort of like young people that would have been excited to go to the Oscars. Mm -hmm. um, none of those, it wasn't those type of people where we were sitting. So maybe like, that was even that was like a better like the lower level of the mezzanine because well, you were a vip well no i'm saying we had like we were like in the side i mean there were definitely people above us because we were like row we were like row b of the third mez so like but we were on the side we were in the 
the highest section, like the worst section. I see. The only person I recognized in um, our section was uh, Ken Lee, who's um, Lisa Vanderpump's like weird gay Botoxed Asian like party planner friend. Um, okay. And apparently she know. was there too, or at least she was at the parties afterwards, which we were not invited to any of the parties, which still Weird. pisses me off a little bit. Yeah. But they should uh, at least let you go to like, the I don't governor's know. Governor's ball. It was right there. The governor's ball or like Elton John's party. Yeah, I wish. I mean, I was like, I asked, we had like a, a handler who was like um one of the, she like works for the Oscars. She was really nice. Yeah. But at one point I was like, can we get on the list for any of the parties? Mm-hmm. And she just like, you know, gently, um, let me down and said mm, maybe if something changes okay <laughs> if like every cute. movie star dies in a plane crash <laughs> on the way to the oscars um well kate blanchett almost didn't make it because her um driver got in a fist fight at the hollywood bowl parking lot and she had what? to go she had to get a ride with another a-list actress and go wearing the same thing she wore to the ceremony because she didn't get to go and change it was a blind item. Interesting. So that's because I liked her outfit, but I did feel like it looked a little casual. Oh, you're saying after the Oscars? She wore the same thing to the Oscars that she and to the party. To the party. Oh, so change it. in between because her, or that's I think it was her because it was a blind item, but she was the only one who was wearing the same thing. So everyone thinks okay. Um, that's the one I would have wanted to go. Is the Vanity Fair party? Mm. Uh, but no, didn't happen. I mean, well, it was still, yeah, it was still really fun. Next year. Next year, yeah. I'll yeah. reinstate the fan favorite. Well, maybe next year you'll just, like, be invited. I know. I almost want to be, like, because I know I have the email addresses to a couple of, like, the Oscar producers. I just want to mm-hmm. be, like, oh, can you give me a job? Can I just work yeah, for the Oscars? Yeah, can you get a job, like, writing on the Oscars? Yeah, maybe no, that's, like, um, that. it's, like, people. I would. I mean, that would it's be fun. It's, like, there's, like, UCB. I yeah. know for the fact that, like, I... We've known people who've done. Oh, it. for sure. It's like, uh, but they they all work for Kimmel. It's just Kimmel's staff. Oh, it's Kimmel. Yeah. I'd have to like get hired on Kimmel first, which okay. I so first get no... hired. Okay. Yeah. God, this is like a multi-year plan now, but because I think that's yeah. like you know Louis Vertel. Um no. He's like a like a gay comedy writer and podcast host, but he got hired to write on Kimmel, and I honestly think the only reason he wanted to write on that show was so he could work on the Oscars every year. I mean, which is I get it. Smart. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 yeah, so that's my week. And then, yeah, and then I went, um, you know, to Indian Wells to see tennis, which was really fun. Um, in between the Oscars and the tennis tournament, I found out one of my teeth is dying. (laughs) A nightmare. Heavily, heavily infected. And I have to, I have to, I have to get one of my teeth removed, guys. This is Which is fine. I mean, I, I know I said, when you told me that, I was like, yeah, I've had my wisdom teeth. But But I I mean, I've I've had had my wisdom teeth out. No, but but I, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm pretty sure I've had more than that removed, really? too. I just, well, how many molars I've, do you have? I don't know. I've had so much dental work. I have, like, fillings, and okay. I've had root canals. I've had so much shit. See, I'm I'm so virginal and innocent. I've never even had a cavity before. Well, um, I guess, you know. But I do want a gold tooth. couldn't take the pressure of perfection. Perfect, exactly. cracking off. It's like that straight-A student that just becomes a meth head in, you know, middle age. Yeah, exactly. Um, should I get a gold yeah. tooth? Yeah. I might want one. Well, so. no one's going to see it anyway, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's like I, if I smile really big, maybe they would. But yeah, it's like the second to back molar. 
Oh, that's way back there. You're mm. fine. You just might need something as like a spacer. Cause like, if you move, lose a tooth back there, your teeth can shift around. Like you yeah. might get gaps in your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Oh, I see. Interesting. Well, It'll be quite a journey, and I'm sure everyone will be really excited to hear about my disgusting like oral surgery on this podcast. So I'll keep everyone posted. I promise. I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've had like oral surgery while we were doing this podcast, and like didn't bring it up because it wasn't a big deal for me. Because <laughs> I've done it so. M- I mean, I've just had like, I've just had a lot of oral yeah. surgery. I don't know. I mean, I'm just always afraid they're going to drop something down my throat. Oh God. Sorry, I shouldn't have put that in your head. <laughs> But they won't. I mean, they never do. Uh, I always just think of the Seinfeld episode where um, George, is it George gets molested while he's under? Yeah, or that's Jerry. It's like they're having he's yeah, they're having, having sex, sex with in his front dental of him. hygienist, like while he's yeah. passed out. Classic. A classic. Can't wait. Um, so that was my week. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I have a medical emergency too. I have. This is a very goopy issue. Oh, but yeah. watch, it'll turn out I have brain cancer, and no one will be laughing. But it's I probably we both don't. keel over at exactly the that, same. I know, time. and then we finally just die like on the pot. We just say like Marianne twenty twenty four, and both just like face plunge into our laptops. Um, I have been having these like dizzy spells for a year, where like all of a sudden it's like I feel like I'm. I feel like I just got off a roller coaster. Or like off a boat. Um, and I don't know what's causing them. It's really weird. And so I've gone to, for the first thing I did about a year ago, I went to the emergency room and they gave me like this pill that you take when you have a dizzy spell. Obviously that's not good enough for me. I'm like, I need to know why this is not okay. He's like, you have like an inner ear thing. I can tell from your symptoms. I'm like, fuck you. Also, I never took the pills because I never take any medicine. And also because the the way they work, it's like, you're supposed to take one when you have an episode and it's like, it could just happen whenever. And so I don't like have them with me. And like, by the time I go get them, it might not be happening anymore. So it just like, it wasn't like a good solution for that problem, but it went away and I forgot about it. Then about a month ago, it started coming back and I was like, fuck. So I went, so I called Kaiser and I talked to a nurse. They sent me to a physical therapist who had me do these like exercises, like where you like lie down really fast and then sit up again. It's like this weird thing that's supposed to help with your dizzy spells. And I'm still like, why are you motherfuckers sending me to a fucking neurologist or at the very least an ENT or something? Like what the fuck? So they work for a little bit and then they stop. And I'm like, I need to go to an actual doctor. I finally get in, I see a doctor. I tell her my symptoms. She's like, I don't know. She's like, uh, okay, I'm just going to refer you to a neurologist because I don't know. And I was like, okay, great. That's the thing everybody wants to hear, but I'm still happy that I'm going to go see an actual neurologist. I go to the neurologist. I tell her my symptoms. She is like, okay, so touch wood. This is what it is. Cause this is what she thinks. She's like, I just knocked on wood. She's like, I think it's migraines, which is the best case scenario, but she's like, but I'm going to give you a CT scan just to be sure. She was like, I don't think it's cancer. I don't think you had a stroke or anything like that. We'll just do a CT scan to check. Okay. So we're going to do a CT scan just to be sure. I feel like she's right. I'm just yeah. like, that's what I'm hoping. So that's my seat. That's my news. No, I think that's, I think that sounds like a good doctor uh, yeah. to just cover every possible base. But yeah, this, um, I'm sure it's something like that. Migraine. I'm sure it's something like that, but we'll know for sure <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Great. 
um and I mean like hopefully I guess and also they're like uh yeah call us if you they're like you can she was like you can look at it yourself and if it looks weird call us look at the cd scan yourself yeah she's like just read she's like don't read the front part just read the back part and what? I was like I don't know what that means see this is how are you supposed to know I don't know dude I they like you're supposed to be like your own you literally your own have to go to medical school to have Kaiser Permanente because they will like they're just like read your own tests and everything and and call us if you know that's you can't so weird figure it out because like at my dentist they were showing me pictures of the x-ray and they were like oh my god like this tooth <laughs> is fucked up and to me it looked like like I really couldn't tell the difference between that tooth and the rest of them and I was like why are you even showing this to me yeah well I'm definitely gonna call them regardless and just yeah. say like I got my results can you talk to me about what this means because they were <sighs> like call us if you don't understand and I'm gonna just say I don't understand I was just thinking like the longer we do this podcast the older we're getting and the more health problems we're gonna have <laughs> yeah we're fine by the end of it we'll finally know what they were talking about and we'll be fully fully shamed yeah because when we first started we were really bitchy about like ever how we thought everybody was crazy i know and now it's biting us in the ass because it's you know age <laughs> comes for all of us death comes for all of us illness comes for all of us yeah um so okay obviously we all know why we're here uh goop has been in the news this week this was like the biggest week in a long time yeah i mean this was like big news i sort of it's funny like at the beginning of the when i first saw people post about like the the pot because it's just this is crazy that it was will cole's podcast of all things but, and the fact yeah the fact that you know they they record their podcast and they put it on tiktok or whatever i guess yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean he's never he's not stupid no um he's not a stupid man but like it sort of blew up in a way that even i you know i was surprised at how um how much how how, how many people were weighing in on this stuff Okay, so does this because this is like all over my list. Like yeah. most of my list is about this. So maybe before we get into like the whole the whole podcast episode and like what happened and what people were freaking out about, uh there are a couple of other little goop tidbits that I wanted to maybe talk. So maybe we'll talk about those little things first and then and then because yeah, the our lists are gonna be just basically this stuff. Um so I'm so pissed just thinking about it. Oh my god. My um sorry, my computer just said I have like negative three gigabytes and I need to like delete things immediately. Oh, shit. What about this podcast? <laughs> I think it's fine. I think I I just delete them and it works. Okay. It always, I, I never know. Oh god. I I'm such a I don't know. Tech tech is not my friend. I, I think I, I was born at the wrong day, the wrong time. Okay. So before okay. before we get into Will Cole and all this stuff, there was one other little Gwyneth news item that went really under the radar that now I'm thinking like, oh, was this just a whole smoke screen to cover from this for this thing? Okay, what was it? Um, I saw an article saying Gwyneth Paltrow trial in battle over ski slope crash with retired doctor set to begin next week. This guy is still coming after her. Do we, re we all remember this now from like literally the yeah. first year that we did this podcast? 
from years ago. 2016. He, he claimed that she skied into her or she skied into him. That's what, she, yeah. that's what he said. Yeah. So this was in Park City. It's like a yeah, retired doctor. He claims that like she skied into him. She claims that he's skiing to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like slightly injured and like skied off. And then he claims that it knocked him down hard, knocking him out, knocking him out, giving him a permanent traumatic brain injury, four broken ribs, pain, suffering, loss of enjoyment of life, emotional distress, and disfigurement. Which is there's no way in hell that's true. So this was I just don't see how Gwyneth Paltrow skiing into you could even have any impact at all like what could she possibly weigh and he's like a big man yeah but he's like old and if if he like fell over and then like i don't know rolled down the hill and like hit a tree i have no idea but so this obviously he knows he is and he's like oh she's got a ton of money i want to sue her for everything but this has been going on for years now and this trial gwyneth has to appear in court next week okay um so he's suing her she's she's suing her for let's see uh 3.1 million oh and then it says the remaining so i think they've settled most of it it says the remaining cause of action equates to a three hundred thousand dollar claim against the actress and then paltrow is counter suing him for one dollar in damages and attorney's fees what so like she doesn't want she's counter suing him just to like pay for her attorney fees basically oh one dollar and yeah interesting okay so i saw that and i'm like oh if if all this will cole stuff didn't happen would this have been a bigger story like gwyneth goes to court i feel like that was, that's like a big deal but maybe not i don't, I don't think know. so because like this story like we've talked about the, it was in the news like we've already yeah. heard all of it i mean even remember when that poor kid like caught on fire at her store i mean oh that yeah i feel like was... that's that's working its way through the legal system i feel like we, oh. we haven't heard the last of that yet Probably not, but still, I feel like that is, I feel like her legal troubles, it's not what people care about with Gwyneth. Like they care about the stuff that we're going to talk about on this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Her diet. Her, yeah, her diet. And her lifestyle. And what she looks like. I mean, it's the same thing as, um, you know, every other famous woman gets raked through the coals as we'll also talk about another famous woman but that also made Mm -hmm. my list so is there any other non-list stuff you want to talk about or should i mean we just need to like get into it i guess um yeah i mean i guess let's just get into it my my list is a just my list is like a, a screed (laughs) it's just all of these different things um so and i forgot i forgot about something that i definitely want to talk about but i know it's gonna be on your list so i won't say what it is because i'll just wait for you so my my best of the week is like let's just start out light on will cole's podcast i did like the part where gwyneth was just sort of like listing her favorite types of iv (laughs) i just enjoyed watching that and also I just want to throw out this. I am probably the biggest Gwyneth Paltrow fan in the world. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe I'm sure there are crazier people than me, but I'm, I've been doing this with you for seven years to an audience that is not large for no reason. 
And it's because we love Gwyneth and we love Goop. And I was not influenced by that. I just want to say, I don't know who the people are that the worry warts and the scolders are talking about exactly because if it, if I wasn't influenced by that, then I don't know who was. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought this is fun. This is a woman who knows her way around an IV. She knows what she likes, you know? And I thought that IVs were just, I thought when rich people got IVs, it was just either like, I have had one once. I've had like the B12. Um, and they give, and I've had for like um, hydration. But okay. I always thought it was just for high. I thought people just got it when they were like hungover. Yeah, that's what I, I realized that people were getting it for like all kinds of stuff. And I also want to give a shout out to one of the haters. I'm not going to name too many people like by name, but this is one account that I actually do like. And I think she was of all the, and when I say hater, I, I mean, I say it with love. I'm not saying it as like a, she, she knows that she, she's an anti Gwyneth account, whatever. But there's this girl that I do kind of like. Her name is Food Science Babe. <laughs> oh, sure. And her, she had, I'm giving her best because she had the best take on this, the best skeptical take of the anti-interview TikTokers, which was that she said, it's ridiculous that she's um <laughs> talking about the nutrients that she gets from an IV while not eating because all of the nutrients that she gets from the IV is available in food, which yeah. I was like, okay, that's a pretty solid point. I got to give that one to food science, babe, who I do think is as these people go, I think a lot of them are kind of like hacks. They're like body positivity, like, um, kind of influencers yeah. or whatever. But I do think that food science, babe is like pretty smart. And I like her. Okay, I'll check her because I I've seen her stuff come up in the past, and it always is. It seems very like Gunter adjacent. And it, it is. It is. She's very. I mean, like she's sciencey, and she's very. Yeah, and sometimes good. she goes too far too. Like once she made this video of herself, like at a fair, and she was just eating nothing but these like deep fried corn dogs and all the stuff, and she was like, "This is fine," and blah blah blah. And I I thought that was pretty annoying, but for the most part, she um does a pretty good job of breaking down like the like what people are actually talking about like what ingredients like like the different levels of whatever toxic thing that people say is like in one product but not another and I think that I I like her like I think okay. she's I, I I don't know because so my I guess my best is just that Gwyneth is in the zeitgeist again okay and that like maybe because of all of this publicity, a few new people will find their way over to our podcast. So I'm hoping, I mean, selfishly, I'm like, oh, maybe, you know, that would we'll, be nice. we'll get a few new listeners because of this. Who knows? Um, I also, okay. And if you're so, here because of that, then welcome. welcome. And hopefully, you know, as you'll find out soon, we are not Gwyneth haters at all, but no. We and love if you're her. Gwyneth hate, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. We love her. And yet, we... If you think that this is like we're going to be like snarky and saying that like her lifestyle is bad and she's an almond mom, it's not. We're not going to do that. So that that's fucking we don't word. Do that. Almond. I never heard that before. Almond mom. Yeah, it's just like it's on TikTok. It's it's, it's the uh, young people. Yeah. And they just are like, oh, because they're so young that they had almond moms. 
They're talking about their moms. Yeah. Their moms were like, eat an almond. Yeah. Like for a snack, they had a handful of almonds. We're, we had Snackwell's moms. Yeah. And, and Snackwell's kids. Cause those things were good. Yeah. <laughs> those marshmallow, uh, those like devil food cake. Oh my God. Things. Oh my God. Um, I also have to say, before we get into more details about this podcast and the re- reactions to it, of course, Jen Gunter is going to come out with the, she came out for fast and furious <laughs> and like, she just missed the boat entirely because okay. she, for some reason was just fixated on like the rectal ozone therapy. And she wrote her whole well, like, because it's more in her like region. Like she doesn't really know what goes. She doesn't really know about the top oh, part sure. of the human body. She knows about the bottom. <laughs> the bottom, part, so yeah. That's what she's kind of. Hey, rectum. That's close to vagina. It's the close. It's really close. So yeah, she's really... like, yeah. Uh, and like, and again, I'm. I'll be. I'm. I'm not. You know. I'm not blindly following Gwyneth. I'm going to be very critical of a lot of things that she said, and more so, a lot of things that fucking Will Cole said on this thing. We're yeah. We're like the only. We're heterodox. We're heterodox. We're the only sane. <laughs> we're the heterodox here. podcast, but we're only heterodox about Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, but of course. So the one thing that the only thing that Will the only interesting question that Will Cole asked the only uh, thing that was sort of fun and light was. He being he was like, oh, what's like the weirdest like wellness treatment you've got? And she was like, well, you know, I got um, I got uh ozone pumped up my butt. And then he said, mm-hmm. oh, that's quite a Friday night. <laughs> oh, will um, but he, th- th- I, but that's he, like he had that he had that one scripted. I'm sure oh, I the whole thing you. was fucking. He scripted. was like, whenever she talks about something in her butt or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that's quite a Friday night. He workshopped it. He's not he's not coming up with that off the cuff he's not will okay i'll talk about will soon because we have our worst coming up and you know i'll get there so whatever but he did not make he he's he didn't come up with that no and i and again we'll get to him in more detail but i'm so pissed off that everyone that is freaking out about what gwyneth is saying and gwyneth's supposed eating disorder which might have some valid points to it It but i'm like like but like know. this is his doing. Like he is the guru here. He this, is the Svengali. This, wait, wait, wait. Blame Will. You have to let me get to my work. You're okay, okay. jumping ahead. Sorry, okay. Ahead. So let so okay. So that's my my best was just Gwyneth's in the Zeitgeist, um, back in the you know, the 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 center of culture, and hopefully we'll we'll get some new listeners. Okay, so now without further ado, Agnes's worst. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, sorry, but this is, but you were getting too close like okay you were getting as close i think we're on the same page here, to yeah. a vagina yeah. to my worst which is why is will cole not getting any account of having any accountability why is it all on gwyneth like does is are none of these people who are like so up in arms about gwyneth paltrow saying she has bone broth and vegetables are they not curious about the man who is interviewing her. like The, the one who is not... diagnosing her and is telling her to eat bone broth and vegetables. Yes, because then this is like, I have a very long, you know, this is, the list is, it, again, it is just, there's just so much. But why? So I'll just jump ahead for myself a little bit. My saddest was her like apologetic youtube or uh instagram story today oh yeah her ask me anything and someone was like do you are what are your what's what's your response to like the backlash or whatever and she got on there and she's like i just want to remind everyone that this is a conversation that i was having with my doctor um which is fucked up for a lot of levels number one it kind of implies that like no one can criticize it because it's like a medical conversation, which it's not because she was doing it on a podcast. On a public so forum. You don't really get to say that was a conversation with my doctor, which implies that it's like somehow private, yeah. which obviously it isn't. But then also my doctor is also a false statement because Will Cole, again, as we've said several times on this podcast, is not a doctor. He is a chiropractor. That he's not an MD. He's there's I I I don't even know why he would tell you what to eat. I don't know what. Well, it's like Gundry diet. is a cardiologist, and he's talking about fucking lectins. It's they 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 see where the money is. It's crazy to. I'm really actually worried. Is she is she just seeing Will Cole as like she doesn't have an MD that she's going she does, to? She does. She does for sure. There's no way in hell she doesn't have a real doctor. But this is the guy that she's hanging out with. She's giving money to. He's telling her what to eat. She's one of my stuff. best friends in the world. I quote. Also, like, you don't go on your doctor's podcast. You don't promote your doctor's book. You don't do your doctor's fucking meal plan. You she's publishing his book. The new Will Cole book is good doctor, press. It's not a doctor-patient relationship. No. And again, he's a chiropractor who got into the bizarro diet game because it makes money 
That's it. But I felt that it's that uh, Instagram thing. I was like the first time I felt a defensiveness from Gwyneth and like, I can't remember the last time she really, I think she was actually like taken aback at the backlash because, because she's going through a change, a sad change. And I can't put my finger on what it is, but it's like, she used to even like, we've lamented on this podcast, how Gwyneth before her marriage, she had to Brad, she, she was more like fun. She'd be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm, you know, she'd have these diets and then she'd be like, I had a steak for dinner and red wine. And like, of course her famously had a cigarette every week yeah. and whatever. And then since, and I mean, also she got a little, you know, she's getting a little older. So I understand. Well, she, and she, yeah. she says she had, I mean, again, believe women, she claims to have had long COVID for two years and Which toxic is, mold. Okay. But I and really is he don't treating her long COVID. Are yes. chiropractors treating long COVID? What is happening? It, this is topsy turvy. This is crazy that she had long sense. COVID and toxic mold. And it's interesting that the person that probably diagnosed her with both of those things is Will fucking Cole. And, and is... back to my worst, no, I no one is using Will Cole's name. No one is like, who is this guy on she's talking to? Who is the her the alleged doctor who's telling her to fucking eat this way? It's all Gwyneth's fault and nothing with this, like, I'll save the comparison I was going to make for the Patreon because he's come for us before, but this guy, I'm not, yeah, I, I mean, I'll say the comparison to me. It reminded me of, of Charles Manson and then the Manson girls. And yes, the mm. Manson girls did kill, kill the victims, but <laughs> Who was, but Charles Manson is the monster that exactly. you want to punish. So and Will Cole is the monster behind, behind the monster. So we, the viewers are the victims. Gwyneth is the Manson girl and Will is Charlie. Yes. With a little bit of Brad is also Charlie. I really do think Brad Falchuk allegedly don't sue me. I'm see. this is what, God, see, this is what I'm telling you. They all need to be patrons <sighs> because it's like, I can't. Say it all. Well, I'll just say we'll, we can save some thoughts for for Patreon next week. I'll just say that I don't. I really don't think that whatever is going on between Gwyneth and her doctor, quote unquote, Will Cole, is bad. But I also think whatever is going on diet wise, I'm not saying their complete relationship. I don't know them. I don't know what their relationship is. But I'm saying the the health and wellness aspect of her marriage with Brad Falchuk. Whatever it is, codependency, enabling different disordered eat eating things, I really think that that relationship is not healthy. Is I'll say okay. that. And just to play devil's advocate, because mm -hmm. we're we are a heterodox, heterodox. Gwyneth Paltrow podcast, I would like to just say how many relationships. First of all, how many people in America have some sort of disordered eating in one way or another? A hundred percent. Probably 100% of every single person is crazy about food, but, and how, how many marriages or partnerships is another kind of eating disorder happening where you get into a relationship and all of a sudden you're like ordering takeout every night, you're, you know, let's just, let's go to McDonald's. Like literally this morning, me and Brian went to McDonald's for breakfast, which mm -hmm. is, I have to say was not a very common thing for us, but it did happen. Like we'll go down. We'll go down. Oh, sure. No. And together. John and I, same thing, you know, uh, yeah. pizza. Oh, should we get the, 
oh, it's Valentine's Day. Let's get a two pound box of C's candy. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Brian gets me a, a one pound box of C's candy for basically he's, he's buying me, let's say four pounds a year. <laughs> Three, four pounds a year. You guys are in a four pound relationship. Well, I get like Christmas, my birthday, yeah. Valentine's day, I guess three pounds. I'm a, we're, I'm a three pounder. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, no, everyone has fucked up food issues and relationships can compound them. You can either, yeah, there's enabling aspects there. Yeah. I don't know, no, but like, whatever, whatever that I just always remember that, that video of her taking that desiccated sweet potato from the refrigerator and saying, I'm stealing one of Brad's sweet potatoes. Yeah. It was like, not. it's horrifying. It's horrifying. And it's just like, it didn't feel like the old Gwyneth who was all about like sensual pleasure and it felt like wellness in to Gwyneth or like, and with goop was like an extension of that pleasure. That's what goop is. That's why goop is so appealing. It's because like, you're supposed to enjoy the process. It's not supposed to be like torturous and painful. Yeah. It's making, it's making, making diet culture, like luxurious and aspirational. Yeah. And um, obviously there are like a lot of brands that do something similar, but it just, it, it just like, cause like their recipes were always really good and they always paired it with these really nice, like other types of like skincare products and stuff you could do like while you were focusing on your eating or whatever. It just, it felt more, it felt more pleasure focused. Yeah. And it felt more holistic and sort of adaptable to like a wide variety of, I don't know, just like lifestyles and this new thing. And again, I guess the difference is because she has suffering from quote unquote, according to Will Cole, long COVID with quote unquote, really high levels of inflammation with, which again, I don't know that that actually means much really high levels of inflammation. Like what is, what actually does that mean? Okay. Here's the only thing that my doctor ever said to me about inflammation, because I think that I've told you before, my doctor is Korean and she doesn't like to assign me, like, she doesn't like to refer me to have many like tests. We were just talking about this, but I'm, and I'm like insane and I'm a complete hypochondriac and I'm always asking for more. And I'm like, I need this blood test, this blood, blah, blah, blah. Give me more, more, more. And she's like, look, where I grew up, there are these books that you can buy and they just have every single medical test that you can have. And people just buy them and go through and like a la carte, get every single thing. They're getting full body scans all the time. This is what my doctor told me. And she was like, the problem with overanalyzing your test is that your body will have inflammation in it all the time that could be caused by anything. And we don't really know what it is, but if it's not symptomatic, if, I mean, if you're, if you don't have symptoms, if you don't have anything harming you, but you just, we can see that there's some inflammation, it can be from an allergic reaction. It can be from like a mild injury. It could be from just something with your body chemistry is off that one time and will change another time. So focusing too much on inflammation without any other. Sorry, I'm going to inflammation specifically meaning an immune response regarding your, your blood cell levels when you get blood work. Is that, is that what they're talking about when they're saying inflammation? It's, I don't really, I don't know. She said from like a scan, I thought maybe. Yeah, but like, what are they, that's what I'm saying. Like what, 
Are I they think it's that. At? I think it's just like anytime there's like a weird result that they don't know yeah. what it is, it's inflammation, I think. But I think it's specifically it's not... certain, I guess, white blood cell, your leukocytes, your, there's like four or five different types of white blood cells. I think when those levels are elevated, I think that's what they're talking about when they say inflammation. I have to, I don't know. Uh, it's a localized physical condition in which part of the body becomes red and swollen, hot, often painful especially in reaction to an injury or infection. But that's not what they're talking but about. That's not what they're talking about. But I think it is, but it just happens like in your like, okay. And then it also says a normal part of the body's response to injury or infection. Inflammation occurs when body releases chemicals that trigger an immune response that fight off infection or heal damaged tissue. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's like from like an injury or infection, or it could be from like all different reasons. So like the point is that like, you could have all of this happening for whatever reason, and they don't necessarily know why, but it doesn't matter. It does, yeah. Well, I'll tell you a little personal story. The last time I had blood work done, I think I talked about it on this podcast. One of my uh, blood cell levels was elevated, which means inflammation. And my doctor said, oh, were you recently sick? Are you fighting off an infection? I said, no, I don't think so. No. I, and so I sort of freaked out. I was like, what's going on? Now I realize it was my fucking tooth the whole time Oh, that was fighting an infection. And that's why my leukocytes were elevated because my tooth was infected. But like the fact that when, it, so that means that like any little part of your body could have something going on. And in that blood work, it comes back as inflammation and you don't really know what it is, but for Gwyneth, who's having whatever it is that's going on in her blood work, Will is like, you have to completely change your diet, get rid of all these inflammatory foods to the point where she's going full paleo, not eating like any carbs, basically. It's like vegetables, lean proteins. She can't even have her own fucking gluten-free pizza that she designed for Goop Kitchen. Well, Will is laughing all the way to the bank, talking about how great pepperoni pots is. And Gwyneth sadly responds, oh, I can't eat that. It has rice flour. I mean, that was tragic. Uh it's bleak. It and is then when bleak. she talked about macrobiotics, she was like, oh yeah, like my nutritionist on Shakespeare in Love got me into macrobiotics, but it was a lot of rice. It made me gain weight. So I stopped. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know either. Now I'm reading about inflammation. I, I don't know. It's just a very vague term that like seems very scary. And yet like, I think it, it really is. I mean, it literally is an immune response to anything that could go that anything that's going on in your body. And so who knows what's going on with Gwyneth? Yeah, I just, I just, I, like, I, it could be caused, it could be caused by anything. And just like inflammation, just inflammation doesn't, isn't enough information for like a medical diagnosis. I think that's the idea. Yeah. Like it just, but then there's this thing, chronic inflammation, but whatever. I don't, I don't know. We're not doctors. Obviously we're not doctors. We're so stupid, but we're trying to guess at what could possibly be going on. But the point is that she, oh, speaking of inflammation, I just got a diet, oh, Coke, a a diet boy of diet Coke, my favorite treat in the world handed to me. Um, but yeah, sorry. What were we saying about inflammation? It just, it doesn't. Well, um, it just, it's like a very vague diagnosis that could mean anything. And the fact that like, Will Cole, someone who is trained as a chiropractor, who really doesn't have like the traditional medical background. And he does. And like, again, like, 
we we're not total skeptics. Like I do think that there's a, a, a very big relationship between like your overall health and your diet and, and your mental health and your physical health. And that's like Will's sort of thesis statement as a functional medicine practitioner. But like, I don't know, some, something about that. And, and, and the, 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 the people that were calling out this podcast, I don't think they understood, like they, they were calling out the different sound bites and make, Oh, she only eats, you know, bone broth for lunch and she has an eating disorder. And I'm like, Oh, you're not seeing the whole picture here. This is a woman who is struggling. And like, in a way that at least in the years that we've been covering her, I don't think I've ever seen her like this. No, it's scary. It's, it, it, it is different. I feel like something is different now. Yeah. And like, and like, I don't know what she's feeling or like how this, this supposed long COVID that she had, like how it manifested, but she obviously was like, she's someone and it's, I understand her and I empathize her completely because it's a very similar situation to what I went through. It's like, she lost her dad at an early age to cancer. And like, that freaks you out. Cause first of all, you're just really sad. But second of all, you're like, oh, there's a genetic element to cancer. Like, yeah. what can I do to prevent this from happening to me too? So like, she has spent the past whatever like 20 30 years on this quest for longevity perfect health whatever it is and like and in the last two years whether it's long COVID or whether it's something else something switched where no matter what she did she still did not feel good she was sick somehow she was sick and will swooped in and figured out a way to control her and to say oh if you do what I say, because you have shame inflammation, shame inflammation. If you do what I say and you cut out everything, you go totally paleo, this is going to help. And like, I don't know what her blood tests say, but I know from that podcast and that video that she's not healed. Something is broken in her. Wow. Brian, that's really deep. Okay. Wait, sorry. I have to say two more bad things yeah. about this week. Um, sorry. I'm going to open this diet Coke. It's going to do it. Let's hear um, it. Oh yeah. I know. Um, okay. So because of Gwyneth's, you know, so obviously there's like been a lot of TikToks and I obviously am obsessed with TikTok. So I've been on it. Oh yeah. I haven't seen um, any TikTok. Let's yeah. What's, what's the deal with TikTok? Okay. So there have just been never just endless rage responses to this. And one of the worst ones, and I'm afraid of this person coming and like talking to me. I'm not going to say who it is. I honestly don't even know what her name is. If she figures it out, I'm sorry. I'm not famous. Please don't yell at me. Just like, leave me alone. Um, dug up. There were a couple of things that got, let somebody dug up. So one of them is that really old thing, that old quote of hers that she said she'd rather smoke crack than have cheese from a can. Yeah, that's a funny joke. Okay. You know, we've discussed and, this before. It's a joke. And another thing that someone was upset about for some reason where she said she would never, ever feed her kid, kids McDonald's. She may have said something like over my dead body or something mm. like that, which is not bad. I mean, I understand, you know, and then they get into it. Yes, I understand. There are some people who for economic conditions, they can't give their kids anything other than McDonald's. They live in food deserts. They they don't have childcare. They, they work, they need to, I mean, I, of course sure. I understand that there are reasons, there are reasons for the childhood obesity epidemic in this country, um, that are systemic. Uh, but I think if you have a choice, somebody saying, I don't recommend it, or I will not do that. 
is okay. Yeah. Well, and also like, I mean, I don't know because I don't have kids and I'm not in like parent circles, but I think at least in LA and in New York and most big cities, like if you're at a certain socioeconomic bracket, if you're, if you're not going to give your kids McDonald's or if you do give your kids McDonald's, it's going to be like, hush, hush. You're not going to like, like it, it is a, it is a status thing of like not eating fast food, which is like really fucked up because there are so, so many systemic issues around, you know, food deserts and, and, and food inequality. But it's true that like, she's not like anyone that she socializes with or anyone that her kids go to school with no one, none of these people are having McDonald's or if they do, it's like a, like a naughty little thing. Like, you know, once in a while that they don't talk to people about. These people don't go to McDonald's. They don't go there. Um, rich people don't eat at McDonald's. I've actually, once a rich famous director, when I was a kid, did take me to McDonald's. <laughs> um, I mean, I think rich people do go to McDonald's sometimes as like a nostalgia thing, or as like a little, like as like a little fucked up thing to do, but, but it's not part of their not part routine. of their daily yeah. life it's yeah. not like a once a week thing it's not a common thing like and now especially probably less than when we were kids I would bet oh yeah I mean I was like only friends with like very like middle class people but we all I mean we all went to McDonald's and Burger King constantly <laughs> I never I when I was a kid I didn't like McDonald's which is insane but um I just would go because I wanted the toy. Sure. But, you know, times have changed because I straight up went this morning at like eight o'clock. So. Well, I had Del Taco last night. I'll confess that because my Motel 6 was right across from a Del Taco and I just did it. I just did it. Well, yeah, I just did it too. I mean, I didn't have anything to, we recorded late. So I had the morning free and I was like, well. If we got our blood taken right now, the amount of inflammation coursing through our veins between my red bull the red and my, my diet coke my del taco my donut that i had this morning and then for lunch john and i had uh like italian deli sandwiches it's i really yeah, need, it's not, i need a fucking really bone a, broth and vegetable detox more than i like I actually think, really need that honestly i might do it. it okay and then i'm gonna give since my worst is just all over the place Oh, sorry. The McDonald's thing isn't even, oh God, the McDonald's thing is so fucking stupid. Oh, I'm just going to tell you the take, even yeah. though I wanted to move on from this. I just want to finish it. So the, the, the end of the take is this. This person did digging and found out that McDonald's, Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop imports products from a company that also imports products to McDonald's. And this was somehow like a smoking gun. They might do some manufacturing too. I'm not 100% sure what this company does. This was like a smoking gun on TikTok that Gwyneth is a complete fucking hypocrite because she probably definitely doesn't want you to know that they also do McDonald's and she hates McDonald's, but it is McDonald's and she gets her. And then at the end of it, it turns into she gets her products from McDonald's. Sure. This is like the logical. These are like how they got, they somehow got there. So this is TikTok. This is how they kind of operate intellectually, whatever. But like, it's the the opinion. I mean, it just it's so out of control and out of hand. Like the anti Gwyneth stuff out there is so stupid. I mean, it just it's it's never been there. Are, I I feel like I already gave 
a compliment to what I thought was a good point about it. And I just need to say there also have been a lot of bad points made about it. And you can, you can be critical. Like the first girl food science babe, when she's made that point, that was a good point. Okay. I will give her that. That was funny and smart. This other stuff is just out of control. It's just these conspiracy theories and all this stuff. It's just out of control. Yeah. And I mean, it's everyone has unhinged takes when they talk about Gwyneth, but I have to say she, she's not doing herself any favors continuing this this relationship with will cole uh will cole my god <sighs> and like oh mm. and just to give my other fair also to be fair the people who went then were defending her which of course we love anyone who defends Gwyneth, but the people who were defending her and saying she's just saying that she has soup and then meat and vegetables weren't i don't think that was entirely honest either because bone broth isn't soup <laughs> bone broth is like a 10 calorie drink which is fine if she doesn't want to eat until dinner or whatever but I don't think it's a hundred percent I don't think it's totally like honest to say well she's just having soup for lunch because well she said really soup good. or bone broth oh she did she said like she likes soup for lunch and then she says a lot of days I have bone broth so yeah so, oh, I see. I see. Broth, I mean, broth. Yeah, because soup is broth with other things in it that like has nutrition. Just broth alone is I wouldn't call that like no. sipping some broth isn't the same thing as having like having soup, soup. a lobster bisque, a mulligatani, a matzo whatever, ball. like something yeah. with some calories. Yeah. Like it's it's it doesn't. No, and I, that's the thing is like what she did describe. If that's truly and she, she claims in her Instagram live that like, oh, no, I don't eat like that every day. Like, I still indulge, blah, blah, blah. That was okay. But that's not what it seemed. And maybe it's like because she was having a conversation. You know how when you say to your doctor, oh, how many drinks do you have every week? And you're like, oh, you know, with two one. to three. Like, she was having a conversation with her doctor. So she's like, Dr. Cole, no, no, no. I just have, you know, I just have my my bone broth and my, and my you know, sea vegetables and, and poached salmon every night. Just like no, you say, Dr. I Cole. I don't agree with that. I think that's probably worse than what she said on the podcast. It would be my guess. But she also said, because I thought it down again to my saddest. Again, this is everywhere. Yeah, we just have to do everything everywhere all at once. All at once. She, when she was on her like Instagram story and she's like, I mean, I do, I eat other stuff and, you know, French fries or whatever. I just thought that was so sad. Like this woman is not eating French fries and she was just trying to come up with something. Come up like, with what do people yeah. want to hear from me? Yeah, I like French fries. It's like, no, she she's not eating French fries. She probably hasn't had a French fry in 10 years, minimum, max, minimum, whatever. Like there's no way. I want to know, because now I always bought into the thing of, oh, she does this sometimes, but then she indulges and she actually has a really healthy relationship to food. And like, everyone's going to think I'm stupid. just like so stupid because I'm just realizing I do think, I mean, like we said, something has shifted, but yeah, when she said the word French fry, you, you, she's not that good of an actor. She has, she was cold. Yeah. It was like, she didn't say it with like, there was no sense memory. She, wasn't, she didn't seem comfortable with it. And if she was really having French, it just, the way that she was saying, it's like, you don't because like, well, cause it's like, there's a, are you eating these French fries? And there's like such a big difference between just sipping bone broth and vegetables and then having like deep fried food. Like just say, Oh, I, I had like, you know, a chicken breast and a mashed potato and like baked potato or. Well, because that's how it used to be. Like yeah. she, so I do think that she's always played up the like cool girl who eats whatever she wants thing. Of course, because no one can really do that. But I think that she, um, did have a true like love of food and cared about those recipes that she developed. And I think her detox recipes have been like, like taste wise, just very good. Like they taste yeah. good. Um, 
but I think that like, even when she was talking about like her being bad or whatever, it would be like paella or something. I don't mm-hmm. think it was like, again, like, I don't think she's going to McDonald's. I, I don't think she was eating like fries. No, she would have, fr- I mean, if she went, if she was in Paris and she was at a bistro and this yeah. was before she met Brad. So if Chris or Apple wanted some, you know, pump frites, she would, she would take a few. She might even dip yeah. one in mayonnaise, but it would be like, she'd do three or four at most. Sure. Whatever was going on, I could just tell the way, by the way that she said it, she's not an, she's not a French fry eater. She probably never really has been. It's fine. But I just feel like the people are like demanding so much of her that she had to just like come and say this untrue bullshit. I've literally never seen her like that, like she was today. She looked she really like, cause usually she's like, Oh, you know, I don't listen to the haters. And you really do believe that she doesn't listen to the haters. And I don't even think she's aware of them most of the time. Yeah. And then this time it was like, Oh, something broke through. And she did feel like she felt like, Oh, is what, is what I'm doing wrong? Like she, she, cause she really seems lost. And like, will is seems so confident in his ability to like heal her. And, and I mean, she's, I don't think she's sick. No, she's like, I'm sure a perfectly healthy, you know, more so than 90% of the population person. She just seems unhappy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Food is pleasurable. And she, she really feels like for some reason, whatever pleasure she derived from food is something that's like making her sick. And, uh, I hope that I really just hope that like, she figures out that this guy's a, a charlatan. I don't know what well, I don't know I what it's going to take. Who who in her life? If that. any anyone, I'm sure no one who's listening to this podcast like knows Gwyneth in real life or is friends with her. But like, should you stage an intervention? Like, what's going on? A Will Cole intervention? A Will Cole intervention? Like, come on! Like Apple Moses? Like, what do you, you guys can't like him? I mean, you must no think he's Apple a creep. Likes Will Cole. <laughs> Ew, and then he did. He made. Him. He's like, uh, and I just have to tell you. Your kids are the most well-behaved, respectful, and I I hate when adults, when adults claim also, like Apple is like nineteen, like yeah, like, like she like, doesn't need to be well-behaved or respectful, and it's like they don't owe should they shouldn't respect you. No, and like sometimes adults really think that that that's the highest compliment that you can pay a kid is that you're well-behaved or respectful. Also, that's so fucked well-behaved up. and respectful around you, it's because they hate you and yeah. they just like don't want it. They want you to like just like them and like leave them alone disengage oh i don't know some somebody from her former uh, older friend i mean she has these old friends like pre-brad pre-will maybe chris needs to come back and like not talk some sense into her i don't know what's going on but this is this is rough and i really wanted yeah. to when i first saw the the um the response and this is before I'd listened to the whole podcast. I'd just seen the clips. I was obviously like very defensive of Gwyneth as I am. And I'm like, you guys are, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like, she's fine. You're just taking things out of context. But then when I listened to the whole podcast, I listened to it this morning in the car when I was driving home. And oh, this is much worse than I thought. This is really it bad. It was bad. It was bad. We'll give you, we'll give you that. Yeah. It was bad. It it's was just bad. not bad for the same quite the same reasons that you're thinking it's bad. It's not bad because she's a monster. It's bad because she seems like she's getting she's getting she's going through something. Yeah, she, yeah. Because she, her old old Gwyneth and like things that she would say that people would get pissed off about, it was just like kind of fun. 
And this feels like just not fun. No, no. It, and, and all these things are coming together now. Like I understand why they're not developing new recipes because like, what would they even develop? Like, what would they, what could they about? do? Brad's sweet potatoes? Like yeah. what are they going to do? Just like bone broth, like plain bone broth. I mean, cause I'm, I'm sure that whatever, like the algorithm or like the metrics, whoever's like doing SEO, like on goop knows whenever Will Cole publishes a recipe, it's like zero views, zero clicks. <laughs> well, cause it's a, like a ketotarian. It's yeah. like either it, it's like an egg baked into an avocado or now just like bone broth. Ugh. And then when Will also said, he's like, oh, I keep telling you, you don't need to be so strict about your diet. That's, that is the definition of gaslighting. <laughs> That is exactly gaslighting because he is telling her. That's exactly what he's telling her. Who's he's telling the one who's telling him. her. Who else? And then Brad. he literally says, "I oh, I keep telling you, you can have you oh, can Brad. have that stuff once in a while." Gaslighting. There's no way. Oh my god, this is there's really no bad. way. There's no way he's saying that to her. Whew. Um. So yeah, that was your worst. Okay. And my crate, just a lot. Yeah. Oh, my runner up for worst also was just a, a quick shout out to those lunchtime brain bowls. Those were bleak as well. But oh, yeah. Um, just, to, just to just one newsletter thing. Uh, my saddest is Gwyneth's eating disorder. Sad. <laughs> um, I think we already went over all this stuff. I, okay. Um, oh, the other sad moment on her Instagram live today was like, God, someone asked her, what condiments do you make? Which is such a weird question to begin with. Like, so out of the blue, what condiments do you, I mean, I can understand like, oh, what condiments do you have in your fridge? But like, what condiments do you make is so weird. Well, because they know that she's not buying anything. No, she's not buying. And then she just, and she only had one and she's like, it's called Lee's Healthy Hoisin. Okay. And it's literally just miso and like a little bit of like canola oil. <laughs> it's so gross. Wait, so she eats seed oil. That's well, I don't I don't know. I think she gets that zero acre farms because Will had a zero acre zero acre farms commercial on his podcast. But that's not canola oil. No, it's 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 bug oil. <laughs> But she said canola. Well, this is, so the recipe was for Lee's Healthy Hoisin, which was in her first book, It's All Good, which was obviously published way before anyone knew the true dangers of seed oils. So I don't know in 2023 if she's using the canola oil, Mm. um, but this was like a, whatever, 2014 or whenever this book came out. Um, Wow. But it was literally, I mean, the, the, the recipes it was bleak then it's bleak now it's bleak now there's also another thing that people were getting pissed about on tiktok where another woman did this cute thing where she was like before dinner my kids hate vegetables so i set this up i make lettuce chips and dip and they eat it when they're waiting for dinner and she just like chops up a a, like a thing of romaine lettuce and she makes like an italian vinaigrette okay they just eat it like chips and dip oh god (laughs) which people were like also angry about that because they were like this is an eating disorder blah 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 it's not food but it's basically like a salad before you dinner but they just eat it in this weird way i don't know yeah 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 no i mean if you say oh that's a salad that's like totally normal but if you say oh this is a fun snack for my kids 
that's something it that's seems weird. But she weird. said it was like to get them to eat vegetables because they don't eat them with dinner. So whatever. That's fine. That's part of a parent's job is to get your kids to eat vegetables. Sorry. Yeah, if that's not body positive. We're out of it. Um, oh my God. Okay. So I think we really like covered everything. I mean, what more could we possibly say? Is there more? I'm scared. I'm genuinely scared about this one as well. I literally hate every podcast that isn't Patreon. I don't want anyone to listen to this unless you're like a true, like friend of ours. Oh, every, <laughs> I don't you know, want everyone anyone who's, who's like looking for information about this to come and find us and then yell at us. Cause we didn't say what they wanted us to say, but you know, we can't be afraid of that. We're as a, as the a heterodox <laughs> podcast, we're going to have some haters too. Yeah. Um, so I have, I still have a try and a buy that we'll get to, but I do want to maybe pivot just a little bit to my worst, which surprisingly didn't actually have to do with this whole, uh, Michigas about the, the Will Cole interview. Mm-hmm. My worst was the, Politico hit job on oh. our future president, <laughs> first yeah. female president of the United States, uh, number forty seventh president. I am proudly uh, wearing her hoodie, which I received in the mail today. Um, Marianne Williamson is getting a little too powerful for I the status quo. I think it's a good sign because yeah. she's been getting first the White House attacked her, then this thing about her throwing phones and whatever. I mean, they're scared of Marianne. If I they really, didn't care, they wouldn't say anything about her. Yeah, it it's sort of surprising because like as a Marianne supporter, I like I mentioned previously, I'm not delusional. <laughs> like she's not going to win the nomination or or is mm, she? Unless we work really <laughs> hard. Um, but like, yeah, it does seem it it I was surprised that Politico had such a big article about her in order to like to to talk about this stuff. And and again, is all of this stuff a hundred percent false? Yeah, probably not. I do think you you have to be a megalomaniac and a narcissist to run for president. Yeah. And like Marianne, it's look, it doesn't matter. It just, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm sure that she has a bunch of skeletons in her closet. I'm sure that she's an imperfect person. Um, probably not as imperfect as most of the people who've been president of the United States, but probably pretty imperfect, but that's not really the point. Like the point is what her platform is, which we love. So that's and that's what people they don't want you to talk about what Marianne Williamson is actually saying they want you to think Marianne Williamson is this like crazy bitch who like believes in you know crystals and fortune telling and who is also um you know a va- an anti-vaxxer and uh, who did not like, AIDS denier, yeah, killed AIDS patients um, by denying the medicine and uh also, oh, and it fat, hates fat people because she wrote a diet book. She wrote a diet book, and what else? Oh, just that oh, she's, and, a, and it's it's like a, a she's a kook. It's it's one of I mean, so the way to uh to destroy female politicians, you're either a bitch or you're a kook. And so she's far, so far, yeah, so far she's always been the kook. But, but now the fact they're saying, that they're elevating her to, yeah, bitch, to bitch to me is like, I mean, Hillary Clinton was yeah. a bitch. I mean, that's the major leagues yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah that's uh 
in she's in good company throwing yeah. phones yeah, Clobe, phones. Hillary yeah um but like and some of this I remember some of this was reported in 2020 like this isn't new though it, it's interesting all of these are all also I should say all of these are um anonymous sources except for one person went on the record who was like her former I think former um campaign manager from New Hampshire and then there was an email that they got not from the source himself but through another channel that had a back and forth where Marianne sort of she didn't like admit to things specifically but she was like basically like I'm sorry you feel that way um (laughs) so and again like did she well she also said she also admitted to have um taken herself to urgent care after she punched the side of a car when she was angry but then she said a car is not a person <laughs> she was passionate she was passionate so like and i can't imagine how much pressure you're going through even you know a campaign on the size of marianne's it's still really intense and like again I'm sure she's a narcissist. I'm sure she's a megalomaniac. They all are. They all are fucking psychopaths. And yet, who is talking about income inequality? Who is talking about peace? It's about who reparations. Is talking about reparations. Who is talking about uh, a you know so uh, sociopathic economic system called capitalism? I mean just hit dead on every yeah. single time every like everything she says is she's right so, she's right about everything and that's why they're saying she's crazy yeah, so like would i want to work for her absolutely not i don't want to be a fucking i would i work for her in a fucking heartbeat like, what does she want me to do i'll do it <laughs> oh you would i mean i'd be scared of her honestly i i would uh i can take it you could take it maybe now yeah. i'm looking up miriam williams and jobs <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe there's, um, some openings now after a yeah, few uh, people were hit by we a phone. like pray together. And, and I, I well, think why this, so it's, they also, they obviously realize that she's gaining some sort of traction to do this, mm-hmm. but I think why this could sort of hurt her in a way that like Hillary or like, I don't think like Amy Klobuchar was really hurt. Because it it, conf- it those conformed to like the preconceptions of that people had about them anyway, whereas Marianne always presents herself as like a very sort of like gentle, healing, peaceful person. So I do think that like this could, this could like be, sort of um, problematic for her going forward. Um, I disagree because I think that her being a little bit, I don't know. To me the stories about her like having like rage issues or whatever it kind of it like it makes her feel a little bit more like fierce you know Mm. and like she's a fighter and she's passionate as opposed to like I think the other ideas were that she was just like batshit insane and like kind of was like a psychic or something like no one really knew what she was about but at least if there are these stories that she's like really angry about stuff maybe people are like what is she angry about oh she's angry she's not being taken seriously because like her, read her you know her policies well she's like angry that. that she doesn't get a bathtub in her hotel room is what they said well she also should get a fucking bathtub yeah. it's marianne williamson what is she gonna stand take a shower like a peasant but it's also you know she's stressed out she's stressed as we out all would be if i was running for president 
Ugh, be the I would be a mess. I, can't I couldn't even do imagine. it. I can barely do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this doesn't change anything between me and Marianne. Like you said, yeah, it makes her a fighter. She's a fighter, and I, I love her. Do you think Biden will debate her? No. No, because they're so smug and condescending. I mean, I just, I don't think, I mean, I don't think that he'll have to. No. I mean, I do think she could, I feel like she could get like 15 to 20% in New Hampshire. Like the, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. And then like fizzle um, out. I think it's going to be, I think Marianne Williamson. Um. <laughs> uh, Beating like an incumbent president of in her own party is going <laughs> to be pretty saying? hard, but um, or like even getting fifteen percent in New Hampshire, I think would be like unlikely. I think that she, I don't even know. I'll be honest, I don't even know if she's going to get there. But I will support her as long as she's in the race. I got my like, sweatshirt. No one can take that away from me. No, exactly, because you did someone. You took your old one away from yourself. I uh, I'm still mad at myself for it was just stained. I wasn't going to wear it anymore. It was like really badly stained. I oh. had so many just like mustard. Like I because I wore the shit out of that shirt you for four years. Oh well. I still have mine, but I don't. Um, have I'm hoping you know when she comes to LA, she'll have a a wide variety of merch. That's where I got. That's where we got our shirts the first time because yeah. she had really good ones. They were so elegant. All right. Well. Okay. That's the deal with Marianne. I mean, this is this. Yeah, this article was definitely a compliment. It was like, okay, she's in the big leagues now. She is. She is. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. A dangerous bitch. Um, where are we at? Try. Oh yeah. I would try the like light meditation thing. Oh, it's like where you like have, you go have like a psychedelic experience. Cause they like shine lights in your eyes. <laughs> That's cool. And there's like I a spa in Santa Monica that does it. I don't know how much it costs, but I would love to try it. I still need to do, I said I was going to do the TM class this year. I keep getting, um, cause I, I must've been on the website hovering. So now I get like Instagram ads for it, like constantly. I get Instagram ads for it all the time as well. Uh, I get Instagram ads for the David Lynch MFA and screenwriting. Oh my but god! It's like, but that's at like at like the like Maharishi like. School. Oh, I honestly want to go to that. I know. I I really. That does sound really it. nice. I mean, you just like you do TM, and then just and then like screenwriting, stream of consciousness. I don't really know. And then I think you maybe get to like meet David Lynch or like he lectures or, or he does like a workshop with you. The thing with David and... Lynch is like, he's not at all articulate about his own artistic process, which he shouldn't be. He's a genius. Like that's the thing with David Lynch is like, if any other person tried to do a David Lynch movie, it would be the biggest pile of shit you'd ever seen in your life. So it's yeah. like only like anyone who's just like, Oh, I'm going to like, just sort of like recount my dreams and like do like random shit and make it sort of scary and 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 beautiful and funny all at the same time like you can't no one can do you can't do that only well David Lynch he's can like he's in he's actually like very like sorry whatever it doesn't matter he's he's like a great director yeah. like I mean I think the screenwriting would be it's kind of more interesting that it's a screenwriting class I think or a screenwriting program yeah 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 because it's yeah I mean, that's because I really feel like David Lynch's like power is like 
in being kind of like a writer and director. Yeah. But especially the images like. Well, yeah. And I think that's kind of what makes him be able to like communicate those ideas so well is like, he's like a really calm, very, very skilled, like direct, like director. Totally. Uh, like if you, like, if he just like was like sending those scripts out, I don't think that he would be (laughs) where he is today. Um, I know that's the thing is like, you, you, so if you're doing that, you sort of have to be a writer director or have a director that you like trust completely that you are sort of like a team because no, yeah, you're not going to just like be able to like enter screenplay competitions. Like, yeah, like an agent. Yeah. Maybe you could, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Uh, all right. So I have sort of an anti-try and, and, uh, morphing into a try. Um, mm. and it was this, sh- how dare you goop fucking okay. republish the Seamus article again? Like, oh, just wow. don't just stop. Don't talk about food. Don't talk about cooking. I don't want to see a recipe from you. Three packable lunch bowls to prevent the four o'clock slump written by Seamus mullet. And then this was my, that was my shout out for my worst. Yes. Your worst. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, well, so it says published date. It says updated March 6th, 2023. What That's does that nowhere, even mean? Updated with what? Um, so I would never do, these look gross. One of them is a sardine, an avocado bowl. One of them, farro and tuna, fine. And Greekish wild. I mean, they, they look okay, whatever. But. They all I, seem really sad to me. They, they I'm I'd rather surprised... have a mug of bone broth. Yeah, I'm surprised Seamus. I wonder if he like renounced his paleo thing or something. Like, because it does Arrow seem like not paleo. Oh, that's true. Oh, but it's yeah. But he's he's all about like the whole grains without the because he says the wild rice bowl is good because wild rice has way fewer carbs than regular rice. I don't know what he was doing. But the whole he... whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. But I do. So what I do need to try is I'm getting to the point where I'm extremely sick of my, my daily, my daily gruel that I eat my lunch, which is, um, spinach, uh, and or kale with chicken breast, chickpeas, roasted cauliflower, farro, um, pecorino, uh, dried cranberries and walnuts. And it was fine for a while. But I'm like, I need a spring version. I need like something fresh and different. So I was like, I need to, I need to find a recipe because I'm not creative enough to make it up on my own. Um, so I found this uh, food blog, classic food blog, plays well with butter. Have you heard of that one? No. <laughs> that sounds this... like a real like Gwyneth 2.0, like uh, paleo running mama style. Yeah, it's but it's not. It's like I don't think she has any like dietary restrict restrictions it's just like it's just like nom nom yum yum like healthy somewhat weekday food (laughs) and this one's called the spring goddess grain bowl and i'm like okay Mm. this is what i'm gonna eat for the next three months i've decided so it's uh you do your farro you do your boneless skinless chicken breast and they do asparagus and spring peas and then you do like a, a green mix i might just stick with the spinach um thinly sliced radish and then you make a lemon vinaigrette i was like that looks good that sounds good yeah i might beef it up and add some more you know cheese or nuts or something maybe even i might even add the chickpeas back depending if i need the protein but i'm gonna start there and 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 go from there jump off with um what's it called again mix well with butter mix mixes well with butter mixes well with butter 
plays well with butter. There plays it is. well with butter. Okay, that makes sense. Oof. Wow. Uh, so that's my try. Um, all right, what's your buy? I would buy now. I want to do bone broth. Well, but you gotta. I, here's you gotta my friend. problem. I don't like bone broth. I think bone broth tastes like shit. And I, I think bone broth is basically the same thing as a stock. Yeah. But a, but stock tastes good and broth tastes bad. Someone defined the difference between stock and broth for me once. And I don't remember what it was. I I think it's because like it's cooked with like the bones. It has like the collagen and stuff in it. Yeah. But that, and I think like if you make like, so if you make a broth, you like skim it. If you leave it, it's a stock, but bone broth is stock. They just call it call bone, it bone broth. broth, but it's the same broth, bone broth and stock are the same thing. Regular broth is something else. And recipes for bone broth, you're, you're cooking the bones. Well, first I'm not of all, ever, ever going to make it myself. Like you're like a regular stock or whatever. You're cooking meat and bones. You're cooking sort of everything. I think the bone broth, it's like you just get the bones and then you cook it for like a shitload of time. Like it's like all yeah. it's like I remember when bone broth first became popular, like 10 years ago, the recipes were like 12 hours, 24 hours. It was like insane. Uh, right. I don't know. I, I, I could take it or leave it. I like it doesn't gross me out, but I'm also like I don't think it does anything special for me. No, I don't think there's anything special for me either, but it's like, I think, I also think if you buy beef broth or chicken broth, I think that's a, I think you can beat the system and not have to spend all that fucking money and they put salt in it. Cause I think the reason that the bone broth tastes so bad is cause they don't put salt in it. Oh yeah. I remember I when I they made bone broth, they said to put like a tablespoon of, um, cider vinegar because that helps like get all the collagen out from the bones oh interesting um i don't know i've tried so many different kinds i think so much of it tastes like shit i'm just gonna start eating buying <laughs> pacific foods organic stock <laughs> and just, and just having that and just saying oh it's my bone broth or you could just chew on bullion cubes i'll just have bullion cubes i mean it's the if you get the stock it's $2.46 for like a 32 ounce thing of it. Right. And then same company, same size. Oh, for bone broth. For for bone broth. It's $7. And oh, fuck them. Same company. That's... I think tax. we're getting ripped off here. Oh yeah, no, people knew that for years. I think literally Gwyneth is the only person. Like I, I, I don't think it's that popular anymore. Goop Kitchen only sells it, I think, because now that's the only thing that she can eat on the menu. She can't have shit. I mean, people still have it. You know, people still people like are still out a, there with their bone broth. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not going anywhere. It's just it's very. It's it exploded. It's huge now. Sure. Sure. And it's like you can get it at Walmart and stuff. Oh yeah, because all of those like right wing, um, they're all paleo. carnivore people. They're all, yeah, they're all doing bone broth. It is so funny that like the like crazy health people now are all like fascists. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't make any. Well, I mean, it's but it's not really true. I mean, like statistically, whatever. We don't need to get into it, but it's not entirely true. I think it's just like like a lot of things 
It's just the people who are the loudest on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's really, I don't think it, that's like a true reflection of the Republican party. Do you have an instant pot? Yes. You could easily make bone broth in that. I don't care. I don't you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just saying. I don't want to do cheap. it. I would be disgusted. I would never <laughs> eat it. And I also think it would cost me more than just buying a carton of it. Go to your local butcher and say, oh, do you have any scraps that you're going to throw away? I'm not going to do it. No. First of all, I don't have a local butcher. My local butcher is Whole Foods. And they're not going to give me scraps. They don't even give you Parmesan rinds. They cut the rinds yeah. off the Parmesan and sell it to you. So they're not going to give me their bones for broth. Uh, I have a ton of Parmesan rinds in my freezer. Yeah. I keep, I'll put I that in your stock. That's good. It is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, in a pot of beans. Uh, mm-hmm. jammy jammy brothy beans yeah just have your jammy brothy beans your bone broth uh, did you see whatever. um what's her face the blonde woman from bon appetit uh why can't i ever molly remember boz. Any- molly boz she has a new cookbook already that's called like how like it's called like boz it up and it's just like it's like why my food is like more flavorful than everything else and it has that horrible like psychedelic font that like everything yeah, has right it's now. gonna look that's just all gonna look so dated like really yeah. soon um what is when but when did her last one come out mm, i think only like less than two years ago okay she I've does never, have some good recipes i just her personality bugs me i've never made any of her recipes uh all right i would buy oh this is from jeans um this is jeans recommendation for the like you know they have the monthly like what our beauty beauty editors are obsessing over this month so jeans pick and again i'm just gonna read her words because they're better than anything i could think of my friend sophie is one of those ultra or unfrilly cool girls who backpack never check a suitcase We get like no time off for vacation in America. Why I'd spend time standing around a conveyor belt at an airport, she says, and go winter camping. You couldn't pay me to shiver the night away in a tent in the trees, but I figured out how to glamorously travel light. Instead of my usual thousand pound load of essentials, cleanser, face cream, body oil, hair oil, I bring along this single brilliant multitasking oil. I bring along... Oh, sorry. It leaves my skin... Wait, I should say what it's called. It's called... I can't pronounce it. Lihadian oil, L I H A I D A N. It looks like um, it looks like an Erewhon smoothie or like a jug of milk from the fifties. It's like in a glass. Okay, bottle. <laughs> I said so, you're like in a glass bottle. Yeah, in a glass bottle. <laughs> uh, it smells out of this world. Night blooming tuberose flowers are soaked in an intensely moisturizing cold pressed coconut oil base. Melts in beautifully. Is incredible at taming frizz while I smooth through my ends and edges. So it's face, body, hair. That's too. Um, I don't don't buy it. No, but it's the only thing. If you're just I like. I'll just say, you know, no, I was don't. in Indian Wells yesterday, just took an overnight bag. I didn't want to bring all my fucking tinctures and lotions and stuff. So I I didn't even do like I didn't put on anything last night on my face because I was like, I don't have it. I'm just going to brush my teeth and go to sleep. If I had this fucking thing, I could just sling it anywhere I went. And it's 3.38 ounces. So you could, you know, take it through uh, security. Fine, but get like sample size stuff or something. I, the three in ones, two in ones, it's don't do it. Don't do it. Or just bring a jug of fucking coconut oil and just use that. And just lather that up. Yeah, I guess you could just do anything and just use it. Yeah. But the name Idan means magic in Yoruba. The founders wanted to honor their Nigerian roots. 
which is just so spot on magic. Get it? I don't. There's get nothing it. to get. <laughs> and also, it's $55 for like a sample size. I mean, I don't know. I just, in general, am like an anti two in one, one like combination product. Person. I get it. But it's just like when you're traveling, it's just like, what do you bring your whole DOP kit? Do you, do you just take a few things? It's just like, it's a struggle. I have some sample size things. Oh, also like, I guess it is harder for men. One good thing is that I have those fucking Ipsy bags, which I canceled and then restarted somehow. And most of it is just like, I don't even use it, but there's always like face wash and lotion and stuff. And then I have like some shampoo from like hotels and I just have like, I have some like little things I can sort of throw together, but I don't know. Oh guys. What will become of us? What will become of us? I don't know. I'm nervous about this one too. I get scared about releasing. Oh, that no one. There's so much shit about her this week. They're never, and we didn't even say that to us. Okay. I just like, I don't want, because I never want, you know, Will Cole is the only person who's ever yelled at us and come. It It says something about him. But I'm just like, you know, people are just so touchy and, you know, if you disagree with them about something, they get really mad. Yeah, let them be mad. You're right. We know who we are. We know what we stand for. I mean, I think that we gave a pretty fair and balanced. As the great Bill O'Reilly response. <laughs> yeah. And End that's what the we term. Did here, fair and um, balanced. No, we are truly the only fair and balanced Gwyneth coverage in the world, in the universe. In the world. Everyone is a fucking psychopath an extremist an extremist con like whatever it is no but we're like you know we we can put our emotions aside and really like analyze her behavior for for what it is exactly because we study her because we study we have studied anthropologists okay guys uh we love you um join the patreon because Every passing week, Agnes likes doing these ones less and less. So, and I'm pushing for even less of them because I get scared. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 